Okay. I'm glad you're here. Uh, I'm glad, you know, we're, we're, you're looking, you're looking better. You're looking good. Thanks, Anthony. Yeah, I, I'm prepared, uh, to bring the show back to where it should be. I'm sorry. Things have been weird. Uh, it's been a weird year. It's, it has been very weird. I can't put my finger on why. The year has been weird, but something has been very strange about this year. And I don't think yeah. it's me. I think it's other people, but I, I don't know. It's just been a wild year. You know, I think there's a, I don't know. There's just something different about this past year. Well, I'll tell you what. We came into this season as co-hosts. And I think it's only right that as we, uh, you know, what we're going to reveal later about our little bit of a break, maybe you should open the show this time, right? Like just full together. I'm, I'm here for you. I'm supporting you on it. Uh, All right. Um, give me a second. Let me pull up the, the thing that you gave me at the start of the year. And I think. I think we can do, let's do this. Okay. Well, the ad's about to end. Uh, all right. I, I, I love you. We'll do this. We got this. We got this, bud. Ask the Poker Dexpert. Welcome to Ask the Pokedexpert, where we ask audience questions to our special guest experts. I'm your host and Pokedexpert, Mike Ellison. With me, as always, we have our co-host, Anthony Reed. I'm the world's foremost expert in Pokemon sociology, biology, and sociology, social biology. Again, I'm Pokedexpert, Mike Ellison. Normally here, we'd introduce a guest, but this week, it's just the two of us again. Just, uh, to me, this, uh, this week represents a real culmination, Mike. It is, uh, uh, a turning point in our lives and a, a positive one. You know, we've had some, some, you know, rough patches here, uh, some growing pains. Mm. Uh, the, the show has, uh, sought to find a way to overcome some of its maybe, uh, less than desirable moments. And, and I think we're really at a turning point where we can make something special from this. So we want to thank from the bottom of our heart, everyone who joins us here at twitch.tv slash SRSBIZ underscore network. Everyone who listens to the show at anchor FM slash Pokedexpert or on any podcast device that they may have. Thank you. Thank you for being a part of this and, and, and allowing us to show you just how great education can be about Pokemon, about this world we live in, and how important it truly is. I couldn't have said it better myself, Anthony. Uh, this week, we are talking about the Pokemon Lilip. Uh, the Pokemon oh, lists oh, Granbull no. as a... Oh, oh, no, 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 Mike. Oh, Mike. Oh. Uh, <clears throat> sorry. Uh, I'm, don't, I don't mean to step on your toes there, of course. Uh, it was a, a hilarious joke you were pulling 
on our audience just now. Uh, so funny, Mike, your sense of humor is impeccable. This week, we are, of course, talking about the Pokemon Axu. Uh, Axu is a two foot tall, 39.7 pound Pokemon. And there were that a weighs lot on average 52.5 pounds, 30, 39, 39.7 pounds, uh, is where we're, what we're looking at here. Um, and of course there were a lot of community questions about the fairy Pokemon Tusk Pokemon, the Tusk Pokemon, uh, that um... we can't wait to dig into. Um, so I'm sorry, my notes must not have gotten updated, uh, before we went ahead and jumped into the show. And that's, you know what? Uh, that's all right. Uh, we can, we can move through it. You know that I'm, I'm sorry, Mike, that might be incumbent upon me. I, you know, I, I sort of sprung it on you last minute and, uh, and I apologize for that. I didn't mean to throw you under, uh, you know, throw you under the charging Rhyhorn there. It was really just, uh, 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 you know. A mistake. Of course. It, and you know what? It's fine. Uh, we all learn from our mistakes. It's totally fine. Uh, definitely, uh, you know, standard growing pains, I think, for a show uh, in its fourth season. So uh, really, how can a show that has only had, uh, you know, like 24, 32, who can even keep track? Uh right. Uh, who, who, how can a show with that much time really have found its legs? I, I don't think that it's fair right. to hold anything that's happened before this point as any sort of, uh, you know, benchmark for what this show oh, could be. Not. No, I mean, I think, I think just like everyone we know, we're always improving. And I think the show is a, a reflection of that, right? That things are always getting better for us here. Uh, you know, we, we always are improving and I just can't, I can't wait to see where we improve next. I am uh, same. I am. I think that, uh, you know, especially we've had some opportunities to really get, uh, in, uh, deep with this network that we've been a part of for a year now. Um, and, and I so think lucky. so lucky, so lucky to be a part of what they're doing um and, and, and that they've given us a lot of opportunities. certainly certainly they've given us some great opportunities and we've provided them with uh exactly what we are meant to provide which is top-notch inform fantastic information yeah. content yeah yeah um, so speaking of our fantastic content i have some questions here do you want to get into them oh let's do it you know axu is my favorite pokemon Look at this serendipity that we would walk into this episode uh, talking about your favorite Pokemon. That is season perfect. four finale. My number one favorite Pokemon, Axu. I can't wait. This and is great. I, Mike did mention that this is the finale. We will we will talk a little bit about that. Uh, you know, we're going to be taking a little bit of a hiatus. I've got some exciting news to announce at the end of the episode, but I don't, don't want to take away from Axu's moment, right? This is a moment no. for you to ask us questions about the biology and uh, sociology and social biology of the Axu. And I really want to give that the opportunity to shine. So yeah, let's, let's get into the questions here. Uh, I have a question about Axu. What possible evolutionary advantage is gained with weird sideways tusks? Now, this is a great question. Uh, great question. The tusks are such an integral part of an Axu. They're, they're really the defining feature mm. of the tusk Pokemon. So uh, this is a great place for us to start. And I think, you know, 
I think to fully understand uh, the evolutionary purpose of the axu and its sideways tusks, you really have to go back uh, to before the axu was recognized as its own distinct Pokemon. You know, when it was looked at uh, in that whole uh, that whole range of dragon type Pokemon that, you know, oh, are, are these dinosaurs? Are these Pokemon? What other than coloring, what is the main difference between an Axu and a, a Cubone? You know, a pre-current pre stage of Axu, uh, there wasn't a lot of defining characteristics that really made it different. Of course, it had the, it had the fin, uh, but like, you know, uh, I think we've all run into friends uh, who have weirdly shaped heads. Uh, and so before the tusks, there was a lot of confusion sometimes about, is this a miscolored, weirdly shaped headed Cubone? The answer, of course, being no. Ridiculous. Now, right. right I mean, right. crazy. Who would? But back in the day, you know, before a lot of the biological understanding that we have of this Pokemon, people weren't so sure. And so they couldn't just look at DNA under a microscope the way that we can to quickly identify a Pokemon. So, sorry, I'm parched here. It's been very dry. Very dry. Um, the Axu actually grew those tusks as, as an evolutionary advantage. You see, with the placement of its eyes the way that they are, it can be tough for an Axu to judge its width in space. And so the tusks help align it when it's traveling forward through underbrush. If its tusks get stuck, there's no way for the rest of its body to get stuck. You know, the tusks kind of stop it from entering a place that it wouldn't be able to get all the way through. Uh, if you look at some of Professor Mov's drawings, you will note the width of an Axu's hips is just very, very wide. That is that is fascinating to me. I never would have guessed that tusks like this, typically reserved for maybe some sort of you know weapon in the wild or uh, you know a warning to predators, uh, but no, you're saying that these are in place to protect an Axu from getting stuck in like a crevice or a... And uh, starving to death, yeah. Wow. Um, you know, a lot of people hear tusk and they think, uh, oh, this is for fighting or for intimidation or for, um, you know, uh, attracting mates or chewing hard surfaces or something like that but these actually no they are not you know when you look at an axu's tusks and you see how rounded and soft they are well, not soft but not sharp sorry uh you know they're very very durable but they're not, blunt yes blunt perfect word hmm. That's that is very fascinating. Uh, now, also, I guess to note, as some of the other discussions that we've had, the Axu eye placement has made me question. Uh, and there is a question in the chat already. So if you are not in the chat, you need to get here and start asking questions. Uh, first of all, someone says, a dear Pokedexpert, can I Axu a question? You can Axu us questions anytime. 
we Please are. Do. That's yeah, what we're a, here for. You a, know, ask is... as many questions as you can. That would be great. Uh, what do Aksu even eat anyway? I'm starting to question if this is uh, a predator or prey. Great question. Uh, Great question. You know, the thing about an Aksu is they're actually a scavenger. Uh, oh. You know, they've got... They've got those relatively forward-facing eyes, which is true, and usually identifies a prey, like a, a a carnivore in the wild. Uh, these guys, they'll eat whatever they can get their hands on, you know, uh, or faces on. Uh, so you'll see them a lot of times foraging for whatever's around. They eat a lot of mushrooms. They eat a lot of uh, decomposing matter uh, that will help hmm. strengthen them. Well, and that might, uh, I, then I can see also a value for the tusks for, you know, digging and picking and uh, uh, tearing up the ground, rooting around, whereas, as opposed to stabbing or fighting. Right. And and again, mostly those are for navigational purposes uh, to stop them from getting stuck. That's so interesting. So because interesting. Axus can't walk backwards. Wow. Well, okay. Hold on just a second. We're, we can't because just move on from the there. Forward facing eyes. They can't, and the the limited mobility of their neck, they can't turn around to look backwards. Okay, but so, I have forward-facing eyes and limited mobility in my neck, but I can walk backwards. Certainly, Anthony, and we're very proud of you for that. I mean, I don't mean to brag, right? I I have skills, but what is it specifically that limits their ability to walk backwards? I mean, it can't simply be that their eyes are facing forward, like... So in addition to being very wide, their hips actually have very limited backward mobility, which is why they can't get out of places that they get stuck in. Oh, interesting. And so because they can't look uh, super far left and right, their hips don't allow that flexibility within their torsos. They're actually very soft in the middle. Like a, like around the waist? Yes. Oh. Uh, you know, they, I don't, I don't mean to, to body shame an Aksu, but I do think if any species of Pokemon could, uh, go on some sort of like ab routine, it would be the Aksu. Interesting. I mean, obviously don't, I don't think it's important for you if you have an Aksu at home to be inflicting your, uh, uh, Pokemon to rigorous uh, workouts, unless you've consulted. No, 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 no. Consulted a, a, a you know a, a Pokemon uh, clinician, and they've given you clear guidelines. And uh, but yeah, you I know, should be clear that that was a joke. You got to um, tighten up the tummy a little bit sometimes. It happens. I've been thinking I mean, that maybe, maybe it's time someone on this show, you know, tighten up a little bit. If you have a problem with the way that I look, I wish you would take it to me directly instead of on the air. Oh, oh, oh no, no, no. I, I was talking about, I, that was a self-deprecating joke. I was, I'm sorry, Mike, I'm sorry. I don't mean to, I, I would, I would never. It's been so rough lately. Uh, you know what, uh, folks, I think we have some technical difficulties. I'm going to go ahead and, uh, I muted myself. It's fine. It's fine. 
muted us both. Mike, I'm sorry, buddy. I didn't, I didn't mean to, that wasn't meant to be a shot. But that said, maybe some exercise would feel good. You know, I didn't tell you this, but uh, it it would fit in with the research that I'm doing. Oh, you're getting back out there doing some research? Yeah. So we were talking about it and I know, you know, I know we, we said things that we, we didn't mean because we were angry with each other, but I think you were right. Uh, I think I do need to start writing again. Uh, and so I've found, I've got an idea for a book. Um, oh, Mike, I'm that's awesome. I'm very excited. Uh, I love your books. I don't want to talk about it like on the air. So like just before we go back on air, I just want to tell you direct. Uh, I, I'm writing it. It's called How I Learned to Stop Being Such a Slack Off and Refound My Vigor Off. A true story of one man's journey through a personal evolution. I am. I could not be more excited to read that. That sounds like, uh, you know, the kind of content that really drew me to having you on to talk to you in the first place. This is, I'm, I'm so excited about that. Um, and so I think maybe you're right. Maybe, maybe some physical work would help me, uh, get that vigor off back. Yeah. You know, quit slacking off. Well, All right. yeah. I mean, it's the pun. I know I, I don't, it's a slack off. Quit slack off, right. but slack off then is slacking. I could have said slacking off. Okay. You know what? I'm going to, um, I'm going to take us back into the show. Yeah, let's do it. Let's finish up strong. All right. I got another question here for you. Uh, Pokedexpert. It's a great, it, we've had some really great questions, today. some great questions so far. And I think this one's going to be real great also. Um, so this one says my Pokedex tells me that the tusks are strengthened, uh, every time they regrow. Is there any upper limit to this? My Axu is now slicing through the very molecules of air itself, which is rather inconvenient. Mm. You know, I think, I think the heart of the question is when will my Axu evolve? Mm. That's what I'm hearing from that question, right? Uh, I'm, I'm hearing, uh, first off, it's a great question. Great question. But I'm hearing a concern uh, that this question asker's Pokemon is becoming too strong. Too strong for its own good, too strong for the the home, too strong, yeah. For the current body that it possesses, is is my axus tusks are my axus tusks too strong and the answer is no uh they're not uh i will say that that popping sound that you hear as as the axu moves and separates the molecules of air around it totally normal hmm. totally normal for a certain subset of axus uh, i will say that that is you know kind of an upper an upper percentile axu tusk strength issue. Uh, and so uh, I am very uh, impressed to to hear of that. You know, uh, I've read a, a few different abstracts on the on the concept, but never never dug too deep deeply in. 
So, it. so really, that that Axu's in the top percentage of Axu for tusk strength, uh, certainly. Yeah, that's uh, you know that there, is impressive. There's a lot of yeah, there's a lot of different measurements for all all Pokemon, of course. Uh, tusk strength is is a very crucial one for a Pokemon who evolutionarily depends on uh, Axu or who evolutionarily depends on their tusks, of course. Uh, I will say if the air heats up too much around the Axu, you may look into uh, contacting your local Poke Center, uh, also the fire department, uh, because mm -hmm. you are, uh, you know, you are walking a thin line there. Uh, so just make sure that you've got the appropriate resourcing on file, uh, you know, nearby, maybe look into super cooling the area around the Axu. Um, and so what does this mean for someone who has an Axu and is wondering why they have not made the transition to a fracture, uh, and, and maybe how to help move that process along? Uh, you know, this this feels like a classic Pokedexpert conversation, doesn't it, Anthony? Talking about evolution and, you know, folks being concerned that their Pokemon aren't quite up to snuff with other Pokemon that they know uh, really brings me back. But I mean, explicitly, if it is a health concern for your Axu to be too strong for its own body um, and that that evolution might alleviate some of that, is there a time when, medically speaking, uh, it is important to try and push the Pokemon to uh, seek that next step uh, for its own good? Like, so I know historically, right, uh, some Poke doctors would prescribe rare candies in this situation. Uh, I, I know that doctor-assisted evolution is uh, a thorny a subject. Taboo. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a difficult topic, but I, I really think there are some serious ethical places where doctor assisted evolution, uh, you know, really can change the quality of life for a Pokemon that maybe it's something that we should take a look at and reconsider. And I respect that opinion, uh, although I disagree with it entirely. Uh, I think there are cases where you know, maybe the Pokemon is just burning too bright. And maybe you've just got to appreciate the light that it gives while it gives it until that light goes out. And be thankful for the time that you had, not for the time that you wanted. I, I guess, I think in some cases, though, are we not just prolonging a stage of this Pokemon's being that is harmful and degenerative and that that maybe to move forward is the best answer here with aid from the doctor but if we move forward what's to say that there's not going to be another problem with this pokemon that now now are we going to you know doctor assisted evolve that pokemon from fracture into haxorus when the same problem surfaces later on you know, well, I just, well, I think some, that's fair. some Pokemon just shouldn't evolve. And if they, if they can't survive in that first form, maybe they weren't meant to. 
I, you know, okay. That's, it feels extreme. It feels like an extreme stance to take, but it is also the stance that, you know, you're not alone. Many people agree with you. Uh, there is uh, a pretty strict, there are strict laws in place. Of course, those laws do occasionally get bent and broken. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, there's uh, stiff fines that go along with, uh, rare candy abuse, you know, uh, they make it very hard to, to keep that up, uh, for, for any amount of time before you get caught with it red handed, you know, uh, people are going to notice is what I'm trying to say. And I think if you're walking around with a pocket full of rare candies all the time, somebody's going to see it. And they're going to know. Well, yeah. And I mean, it, rare candies are a schedule one substance, right? You need to have a prescription. You need to, uh, uh, get strict. They're strictly monitored. You need to have that prescription renewed consistently. Uh, you know, rare candy is, uh, not easy to obtain. Um, so it, it also, you know, like I've heard of prolonged level ups happening with rare candies, which I mean, talk about what sounds awesome it sounds like it could also be very painful yeah no that's all very fair uh those are uh you know things i hadn't really considered in the matter and so i am that's why we have this this open forum right a place to talk about uh a, a huge range of topics that affect that very really affect people who are trying to just get by with their Pokemon and keep them healthy and safe. It's hard to decide what the right answer is in most of these cases. Um, I, just, I love having a nice stiff debate like this with you, Anthony. Uh, this is, this is the content, you know, you know before, stuff. yeah, before this part of the conversation dies down, um, I do think it's important to talk a little bit about uh, the responsibility that the owner has in situations like these. If you come mm. across a doctor who recommends something like this, it is also your responsibility to, to take your stance and to take your, your line in the sand here, right? I mean, ultimately you have the last call in any sort of medical endeavor that involves your Pokemon. And, uh, you know, like for, for a Pokemon, if I owned a Pokemon, you know, you would have to, uh, it would pull it from my cold fingers to, to do something against its will. Right. Like that's, Certainly. that's just how this, this goes. Absolutely. And I think, you know, uh, as of now, doctor assisted, uh, evolution is still a, a still, still an option on the table. Um, right or wrong, you know, it is, it is still something that people can choose. And I, I do have another one actually that, that dovetails nicely with this. And I think it, we don't have to speak, speak much on it, uh, because it is just the other side of this coin. You know, would it be cruel to hold my Axu in its current evolutionary state indefinitely fracture looks kind of weird and I'm not sure it'd even fit in my hallways. Uh, I mean, you know, if it's time for your Pokemon, it's time. It's time. Yeah. Uh, and Anthony, I'm going to say something controversial here. Uh, I don't think Fracture is nearly as cute a Pokemon as Axu. And I don't know how it. controversial that winds up being, but, uh, you know, and there's certainly space and size concerns, but we've, as we've made it very clear before, if you don't have the space to take care of a Haxorus, 
don't get an Axu. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's true. But I think, I do think Haxorus swings are back around. Uh, I mean, look at that guy. With that is a belly. majestic, majestic creature as a so Haxorus. Cute. A little snuggle bug. Uh, but so I'm just trying to say that, like, I understand the impulse not to evolve your Axu, but when it's time, it's time. With and the proliferation, on the other end of the spectrum from Rare Candy, with the proliferation of widely available Everstones uh, that uh, have been used, uh, you know, obviously none of them are legal, but they are much easier to get than Rare Candy are. Uh, does that create a dangerous situation where this kind of thing becomes so much easier to hold back a Pokemon's evolution than it does to force an evolution forward? That's a great question, Anthony. But, you know, one of the things that I think people need to be very uh, aware of with Everstones especially is that there are a lot of synthetic knockoffs that are flooding the market right now. And they, they're they untested. That's all I'm going to say. You know, uh, I don't want us to step into some uh, muddy waters here, but I, I will say that I am concerned about how many Everstones uh, are out there right now? Like you said, I mean, they're, they're everywhere. They're mass marketed right now. And I don't recall hearing a lot about new Everstone mines being discovered, mm. which means that they're coming about some other way. And I have no problem with a lab grown anything. Uh, but I would be wary. That is, that's a very, very good point. Uh, something, uh, you know, a lab grown artificial Everstone may not cause more problems than any other given Everstone, but it may, we don't really know what the effects long-term for something like that look like. And so being very careful, I think is, is absolutely great advice. Great, yeah. great advice, Mike. Great advice. Thanks, Anthony. Thank you. Uh, okay. I think now is a good opportunity for us to talk a little bit about what's going on. And then I have something fun here that I want to do. So, uh, first of all, the, we'll talk first about, uh, uh, what's happening. I'm, I'm excited to make a special announcement. Um, oh, yeah, I'm getting back into writing books. Thank you so much for that lead in Anthony. I can't believe, uh, yeah. Wow. Um, so the past year has been really tough, you know, for all of us. Uh, and I don't know what it is, but something about the past year has just been different than every other year before. It's been a weird year. I don't know why, it's but it's been a weird, weird year. year. But I'm glad uh, to be getting back out into the research game. I am working on a new book. Uh, I don't want to say too much more than that because I don't want to jinx it, but Stay tuned. I'm, and I'm so excited about that, Mike. You know I am very excited. I can't wait for that. But I actually have another announcement that I'm excited to make, which is I, I've taken your advice. Uh, and moving I've been, out? What? No, 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 uh, no. Uh, I took your advice and I have been spending some time at the park. With your new father-in-law? Mm, oh, no, my mom's boyfriend. Nope, my mom's boyfriend is... Uh, 
not involved in this particular thing. Uh, you know, I, I, I may not have, uh, a girlfriend or a wife or children or a real job or, um, any money in my bank account. Don't don't say a real job like that. We are providing a fantastic service. You know, creatives don't get enough respect. That's what I told him. That's what I tell him that very frequently is that you look around at who has the respect in this country. It's never the people who are doing the tough jobs like education and entertainment. Yeah. Uh, you know, those people don't get paid. Uh, those people don't make money. You know, you think movie stars are running around. They're doing it for the love. That's why they do it because of the right? joy. So I, I, I fought with him on this to the end of the earth, but that's not the point. That's Good. not the point. Mike, Mike, I'm so excited to tell you about this. You gotta, you gotta let me, you gotta let me tell you. I've been yeah, spending sorry, some just... time. I've been spending some time down at the park and, uh, been doing some Pokemon research of my own at the park. And Anthony. I, you know, I wanted to get out there. I wanted to have some firsthand experience. And I met up with a group who has been doing some wormhole research. They are, uh, tracking the, uh, reproduction cycles of wormhole. And they have asked me to join them on a research project they are doing. It's going to be a big research trip. Uh, for the next two months, I'm going to be researching uh, wormhole reproduction, and I'm very excited about it. So, uh, unfortunately for this show, uh, that means that we're going to have to take a little bit of a break while we uh, while I'm away, and then in two months we will come back, and uh, I will have some research uh, I have done. Mike will probably have five or six or seven or eight new books. And, uh, it's going to be, uh, I'm very excited about this little bit of a breather. I know it's a a big bummer for people who come here on Tuesday nights, uh, to twitch.tv slash SRS B I Z underscore network, a huge bummer for them. Uh, but we will be back, uh, the first Tuesday in June, no, May, May. And, uh, it should be, it should be, uh, I'm very much looking forward to this opportunity to be able to, to share a little something more with our audience. Uh, and you know, put, put you and I, uh, just, just a half step closer together, Mike. I'm really excited for you to get a real taste of science, Anthony. This is so fun. It, it should be, uh, uh, I'm, I'm just, uh, I'm a little bit like I'm elated. I'm buzzing a little bit about Wurmple. Uh, I can't, uh, don't buzz too much near a Wurmple. Just friendly, professional advice. Good advice. Good advice. I will still be living here where it's a research trip, but it's a day trip every day. So I'm, I'm still going to be coming home, uh, right here. Uh, so, you know, little steps, little steps, Mike, um, tiny, but steps. And I have something very special for us as well today. Uh, we have uh, the Celios Business Podcasting Network has started to accept voicemails. And really? you can uh, leave us a voicemail on our website at anchor.fm slash Pokedexpert. And we can share them here on the show. And I have one. I haven't listened to it yet, uh, but I'm, I figured we've got a voicemail. 
we have yeah. an avenue to play it. Uh, That's so exciting. And it makes sense too, because, you know, I was just looking at the Celios Business Podcast Network's uh, content schedule uh, over the next month, like the first month that we're gone. I don't think people will even notice. There's so much content coming out on Wednesdays on SRSBIZ underscore network on Twitch. On Thursdays. That's so cool. Um, was it Thursdays? Yeah, it's Thursdays. You know, somebody's got to update these notes. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. Uh, let's play this voicemail. It is Thursdays. You are right. Uh, I just checked the, the release schedule again. It's Thursdays. Uh, are you ready? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go for our first ever voicemail live on the show. Hi, Mike and Anthony. This is oh, Allison from Allison. Business Network. I am just yeah. calling to let you know that your show is no longer welcome to be affiliated with our network. So we wish you the best of luck with whatever it is that you do or plan to do in the future, uh, as long as it does not have our name attached to it. Thank you so much. I hope y'all have a great day. Is that, is that the Pokedex expert you're talking to? Mm-hmm. Oh, tell him hello from me. Mm, okay. Goodbye. Serious business.